Welcome back to another episode of Steam, Steal, or Murder. Tonight we have part one of session 56 entitled The Sewer Stomping Blues. Your players were Nick, Marcus, Sharon, Jameis, Jay Gilt, and briefly Joshua. The audio quality on this one is a bit rough, so please forgive the recording. We are also demoing a virtual tabletop called Roll20. Information can be found at Roll20.net. It's an HTML5-based tabletop that can be run in any compatible browser. Well, that's it for now. Please enjoy Session 56, Part 1. Now that we got all that out of the way, um, apologize for taking time at the beginning of the game to do this, but uh been off for several weeks, uh, do some personal things on my part, um, so it's been a while since I've gamed anything. So this will be my first game back, bear with me. Um, we are, for the listeners out there, trying out a new piece of software called Roll20. It was done as a Kickstarter originally. When it's out of beta, it will be free for public use. Uh, its strong features are it's completely HTML5 based and it runs in a web browser. And when it debuts, it will have no cost so anyone can use it. I think the model is they're going to be providing buy uh, content you can buy like modules, uh, larger storage space, that sort of thing. Uh, the Kickstarter was basically for them to afford show web uh, server. Like, this is all being ran off of Amazon servers, I believe. It's all cloud-based, which should mean that it updates much faster since no one person is having to bear the load of running software. Anyway, uh, let's just go off uh, on my screen here um, as to who's playing tonight, what characters they are. Uh, Logos, we'll start. Okay. Uh, my name is Logos. I will be playing the character of Raymond Marlowe. Mar- Mr. Marlowe is a Average man, five foot ten. He is an unremarkable uh, bureaucrat in the greater organization known as this extraordinary. Uh, I'm sorry, special extraordinary commission, also known as the Checker. Joshua, I am, I am Joshua. I am playing Ethan Thane, and I am in charge of this extraordinary organization that is the Checker. I am Sharon, I'm playing Elizabeth Rackham, and I'm a journalist, frequently covering things for the Checker. I am Jay Gilt, I shall be playing Aldrich von Hundgaard, a German aristocrat who has been stuck in Metapol for quite some time now. This is Jameis, I'm playing Gavin Marshall, a man of no import whatsoever. I'm Marcus, I'm playing Daniel Bishop, who is a public hero and publicly known figure trying to do his best to save Metapol from all its opponents and also a loyal citizen of Britain. And I'm Bert running this fiasco over again. <laughs> so, fiasco is a completely different game, Bert. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, isn't dude. fiasco a different game? <laughs> but it runs so close to our games. It really does. Ah, so it's been a while, but uh, last session, session 55, uh, had you down from the city above trying to find some German scientists who you're certain have been uh, sequestered somewhere in Metapol. Uh, if you'll remember, Sally apparently had some other side uh, deal running where she had a crew down here uh, where her compatriots upstairs didn't know about and were of very little help to you in uh, giving you a lead. However, uh, soon after coming back down to Metapol, Bob Starling staggers into the office of uh, Mr. Marlowe with a uh, knife wound smelling of sewage and uh, nearly expiring in the room, saved by the quick medical talents of one minister, Gavin Marshall. 
adventure kind of led you to uh, a, a mysterious plague of uh, otherwise normal citizens stealing uh, common goods, uh, a few not-so-uncommon uh, goods from different store areas, and uh, this led you to the Metapole uh, Women's Charitable... Uh, what, what is the store actually called, Sharon? The, the thrift store type of place. Right? It's called Second Life Thrift. Okay, okay Second, Second Life, Life Thrift. thrift. Um, I like the double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where the sales clerk... Um, we're, Sharon, we're going through your... There you go. Uh, where the sales clerk uh, tried to get uh, Miss Rackham's help as she explained the situation um, that she was uh, wired to dynamite, that there was apparently someone using uh, the store for nefarious ends, and pleaded for Miss Rackham to get her out alive. Alive being non-chunky salsa form. So the adventure was spent uh, finding out that a anarchist group that you had met in a previous adventure uh, is once again at work in Metapole. Take them down in short order. No one gets exploded. However, it leads you no closer into finding out what happened to Bob and where the German scientists are. I believe that's where we left off. And I'm going to give you a breakdown of the clues that you had found so far so that we're not missing there. Um, Mr. Starling's clothing reeked of raw sewage. And you were having one of your medical examiners uh, do some traces on that. They did come back with it. Yes, it's raw sewage, but it also has a healthy amount of uh, trace medical waste on it. Uh, you also were able to find a scrawled-on piece of paper uh, with the uh, with the words room number 317 written on it. I believe you found that at uh, the place that you had been stashing Mr. Anderson. It's yes. also gone missing. That's right. You also found that uh, some of the Cheka remember seeing Bob and Mr. Anderson having a meeting somewhere in District th- uh, District 3, but no one else remembers why or has seen Mr. Anderson since. And as a refresher, Mr. Anderson was previously uh, working, well, against you, <laughs> but decided to throw in with the Cheka when uh, the offer was made. Uh, couple, uh, yeah, go ahead. There were a couple other pieces that I had written down. Um, Bob had a quantum radio yes, that has since missing. gone missing. He said when he staggered into the office, he said they know everything and then proceeded to pass out. His keys were missing and his apartments were all rifled through. So they were looking for something. We don't know if they found it. Then uh, he had, um, I believe, a distinctive wound of some type. I don't. Not distinctive. It was a, a blade wound, a long, thin blade. So, like a stiletto, was Could it? Be. Could a be. puncture, puncture wound. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Did the doctors ever, you know, see angle, um, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, they're too busy making sure he doesn't die. They weren't able okay. to tell you it was a long, thin blade, the blade in excess of six to seven inches. Holy crap! Okay, so not something that you could randomly hide about your person. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, well, they also would have been able to tell you the blade was sharp on both edges, had a point. Um, it was skinny, maybe half an inch thick. Oh, okay. So, yes, very much like a stiletto, uh, except not. Hmm. So, okay. And um, given that he collapsed very near the office, we know that this that the tunnel was probably somewhere in the vicinity. Sadly, that seems to be damn little. So not no, uh, not necessarily, because the other thing you notice is that he had tried to bind bind the wound, and he had oh. lost a lot of blood, so he could have moved from a a far distance. Okay, I'm uh, sorry, I did not you, catch. Yeah, you do know that he had been moving through the sewers, though. 
which is a perfect place to have a, you know, gaping wound in your back. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in his back and not in his belly. No, it was his back. Oh, okay. So someone he trusted. Or someone he was forced to turn his back to. Interesting. Um, it's not like there's completely one person that fits that description. No. Someone didn't notice. Yeah, that would be very difficult. If only we knew. It's not like someone else the went French. might have done it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It, it is a conundrum. If only we knew we had a sub- suspect. If um, only, if only. So, uh, given that there was traces of medical waste, that could. How many hospitals are there in Medipol? Aha! Someone goes for a map. <laughs> um, some of us will probably know district? just by you asking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did we see the? Um, did, did anyone check out the room number? Because that could easily be a, a uh, hospital room number. There are. There is one uh, state facility. Uh, each district has a hospital, so you have District Three's hospital. Uh, but you also know that there is a private uh, hospital there as well, much towards the uh, the very outskirts of District Three, right on the edge of uh, the city. Cool. All right. Um. Private hospital. Who owns it? Miss Marshall. Who owns that hospital? It is owned by someone. Ha ha. There uh, you go. Yes, uh, I will need a roll from you. Really? Because as you, as you start to uh, look at the record, you find that uh, the true ownership is uh, buried beneath many levels of different corporations. Uh, since I have time, I can use that. Bam. Seven. Seven. Very nice. Okay. Uh, it's obfuscated, uh, but not uh, deeply so. You go through two different uh, shell organizations before uh, you find that, in fact, it is owned uh, by a company in France. It's not like the French are allies with the Germans. Right? Right? Marcus, you don't need to mention everything that we already know. Do we? No, we don't. Okay. Exactly. It's uh, it's registered to a company called Major Eliton. Yeah. Given half the party speaks French, can we get a translation on that? If you spell it, I can probably just translate it by looking at it, but not with the pronunciation, which wasn't half, was only half paying attention to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Something I of the house. La Maison is obviously the house. I'm not sure. I, I couldn't. Uh, Elizabeth speaks French. Everyone, yeah, so does some I'm just saying, if you do it, I can probably translate it quickly enough. <laughs> it could be translated as either the first party or the first house. Mm. What type of... Uh, no, I don't have the type of... Alright. Yes. Um, and finding out what they do uh, will take time, as there's no records here in Metapole as to that. You would have to wire off for that information. Uh, but they, they do own several other things in the Metapole. They own a bank, uh, a couple of uh, dry cleaning stores. Uh, it's They've been around. A, where? <laughs> a warehouse? Uh, this, Mr. Marshall, if you would mind, not mind memorizing those locations, they might be important for later. The Premier Bank, done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, well, um, I don't know if Richard dry clean is. <laughs> uh, so the private hospital, we can if it has traces of medical, we could uh, do a scout of the sewers and see if we find anything. Um, however, having uh, someone go and check out and see if room three seventeen or what type of security they have in this hospital would also prove excellent. Um, who would prefer to go where? Unless someone else has any other leads that they would wish to I, follow. Um, who I think person to check out the security should be who uh, probably considering you know a good bit about 
how to break into places, I believe. That uh, is slander. That... <laughs> oh, through the tongue to wreck him. Ah, of course. <laughs> oh. Anyone you know, I, don't very... I, I know I don't need it anymore. I am very <laughs> reformed. You were so far reformed, it's almost like it's a circle. And you did 360 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Okay. She only breaks into places for good now. <laughs> well, considering this place would it may, it may be French, it would work. Okay, so you want well, me to do we, No, no, no. Okay, we want you we're to not examine going to... security, yes, not they... examine Wait, security by first-hand application. Uh, all I all I am saying is that people should go there, see if we could get to the room three seventeen, and at the same time scout out security. Um, okay. I would suggest that we break into two groups because uh, a large party would be more suspicious than the other party, um, and the nature of the nature of the business. I, I would prefer Mister Gavin go with one group and I go with the other. May I ask what's in room three seventeen? Why are we going to three seventeen? Because it was written down on the note is either likely. Um, I would think that it would be one of our missing scientists. It was I a clue, say, damn it. We're PCs. We follow the clues. <laughs> I would okay, think I didn't, I, if I, I did not go into the hospital because I am easily recognizable. Who here is not easily recognizable? Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of look, I kind of look around for not me. You're coming with us to the sewers. Are you if sure? You not the- myself as well. That's... The thing I'd like to know, and I don't know if my research already covered this, so you have to tell me a bit. Um, the local PC uh, police precinct, do, have they got any interesting reports about events happening at this, the premier, was it Le Premier Maison? Is that a bit? Uh, no, the, uh, the Major Eletan. Um, it's, it's easy enough to, to call, uh, and find out. It's not a precinct that, uh, you have a lot of familiarity with, although if you give oh. them your. Yep, rank, yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, if need be, we can go. We can go through people, the police that we do know. Just uh, no, actually, uh, it appears that uh, they, they they have their own private security force, um, and the only time the police have ever been called in is when they had caught people trying to intrude upon their establishment, and they had the police come and pick them up as they had already subdued them. <laughs> and what happened to those people that they picked up? What was their story? Oh, they were there to try and steal medications. Uh, they were basically just oh. two, two bit crooks looking to steal uh, pharmaceuticals to sell. We get their names because it may help us tell us what they know about their security that when they tried to attack. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's you know, the police officer uh, will send over you know a courier with uh, information, information on the on the, on the two, two people, people from when they were incarcerated. Um, well, before we do much checking security, the first thing we need to do is find out who's in that room to begin with. Yeah, that's not as interesting. Okay. I know, we'll just hack their wireless you internet. Won't... Well, first we'll have to invent it and give it to them, and then we'll hack it. <laughs> yeah, we can't get that information without actually going in there, etc. Uh, what's the story for the people who are going in there to check out the security, and what are we doing underneath? I mean, well, we could I mean, if someone was convincing go in there and say, hey, I was given a note that someone like I know is supposed Mr. to be in room 317. Oh, crap. The internet's falling apart again. Well, that would be me. But not to uh, draw anything out, the courier comes rather quickly. Yeah, 12, 13 minutes later, there's a courier that shows up at the building, hands it over to you, and envelopes include, you know, mug shots um, of two young men. Uh, They look like they've been beaten up a little, but uh, they're not in uh, 
not not so much that they warranted anything more than an ice pack. Uh, you do find out something interesting as you go through their rap sheet and next to uh, address and such. Uh, they're both deceased. They're chicker agents. <laughs> no, they're they both deceased now. They both apparently died in traffic accidents. <laughs> Oh, well. That, that is the crap. second most suspicious one. The most suspicious being of natural causes. <laughs> well, personally, I like the whole he fell on a bunch of bullets down an elevator shaft. Yeah, no, yeah, one of them uh, was apparently. Not trying to be not suspicious. One of them was apparently uh, seen, uh, ac- uh, apparently drunk, walking on one of the rails uh, down in the pneumatic train system and was ran over by a pneumatic train. Uh, one of them was ran over, uh, near twilight when the, the fog seems to, you know, it's a little thicker, a little harder to drive. It was ran over by a municipal bus. Witnesses. The only witness eh, was the one, uh, the one who said that the guy looked like he was drunk and he's walking on one of the rails down, uh, okay. in the, the tunnels. There was no witness to the, uh, municipal bus who ran him over. And who was this witness? Uh, sure. It's got a name, uh, contact number. It's a I 73 year old woman who's, uh, trying to catch a, catch a train that night. I think Bird is trying to hint that this line is going nowhere and we should just <laughs> put it at the damn location. No, no, it makes me want to know who the hell are these, re- who the hell are there's a private security force that's right. got this going okay. about. <laughs> Let's just do something because I'm tired of just sitting. I, I, I will. All right. So I'll just point out that's what Kevin does. Is it surrounding researchers? Okay. So who, who wants to go on down below the sewers and get all disgusting? And who wants to see what type of police this is? I want to go see the type of police. I don't want to get disgusting. I will go and see what kind of place it is. I'm not going in the sewers again. Okay. Oh, I'll be I'm going in sewers because someone has to. And I'm used to getting my hands dirty on a dig, so... You guys have been in the sewer so many times that you should have, yes. like, sewer waiting suits. <laughs> You're okay. right. Uh, so... We do not possess. Okay, so, Gavin, you go with this, the above ground people, I go with the below ground, we research y'all, you know, figure out however the hell y'all want to break into it. Sound like a good plan? I'm Perfect. Sorry, sound like plan, not a good plan. <laughs> yes. I, oh, I figured I'd just say I was given a note that someone I knew was in room three seventeen. Um, uh, wow. I did, wasn't given a name, but can you? Can I go? Good see luck, this Gavin. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Team Sewer. We have a car. Let us go. Gavin, Gavin might I borrow George? Uh, can you talk to him? Um, how do you communicate? Sign I... language. Ah, well, is he reasonably intelligent? I'm just thinking that he and his I know sign language. A uh, uh, guilt is your is your team the team that's going to the sewer? Yes. Oh well, then uh, his ape is miming uh, some kind of sign language involving the middle finger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. If I have sign language, can I talk to the gorilla? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. just thinking that. What I will ask. Well, he can understand English. Just can you understand him? Uh, yeah, and well, I'm thinking that because George and his brethren used to patrol and travel through the sewers, they may either have more knowledge, or he may be able to pick up something with his keener senses. <laughs> no, you can't. Senses. <laughs> uh, I point to I point to Marlow. He has keener senses. Does he have a sense of smell? Yes. Well, no. I think Marlow lost his sense of smell going through the sewers so many times. Now, what you need to think about is, is he refusing to go down because of the sewers, or is he refusing to go down because of Marlowe? <laughs> <laughs> Does Marlowe speak sign language? 
No. The, the he speaks line. enough to know what George means to it, thinks about him. Yes. <laughs> what? I have a good relationship with George. George makes the stabity stabity sign. <laughs> Indeed. That's that's his language for me. And I, I have killed George many of his brethren before. To, um, and, you know, but George such is life. He He's killed many humans. I mean, why would you hold a grudge? I work with many of my people who have tried to kill me before in the past. And then we eventually betray you again. Then I have never had anyone betray me more than twice. I'm just <laughs> that, uh, I think the large gorilla, I think George may cause incident at the hospital, and, well, we can always use an additional hand or... Yeah. Um, George will refuse to go. Uh, game stat-wise, yep. George is a stunt. He belongs to James's character as a stunt. So you can lend people. You can lend people equipment. We've established this. Yes, but he won't want to go on his own. Damn. Yes, in game Especially... he's his own gorilla. He doesn't have to go with you. I know. Game. I'm asking. I'm polite. I'm polite. He doesn't yeah, seem I, to like the sewers or Marlow. <laughs> If George doesn't want to go, I'm not going to make him go. I don't know. <laughs> Does George have a problem with me yet? Uh, before anyone goes anywhere, is there any um, research on the private security force? Well, that's up to Team Y'all. We're not doing anything with that. So it's Team Sewer and Team Y'all. Yep, pretty much. Good it's night. Team 1 and Team B. Oh. <laughs> Shouldn't be Team 1 and Team A. No, it should not. All right, so these sewer hiking people, as soon as you get suited up, um, yes, you would have by this time, you know, gotten rubber suit and whatnot since you had to go in sewers so often. That sounds good. Yep. Right, Where are you going to enter the sewers? Uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to look at a map, see where, do we have an accurate map? Uh, you have a map, whether or not it's accurate, well, <laughs> who knows what modifications may have been made. We've okay. used, we've used sewer maps before now, well, they did when they were raiding Tesla, uh, Dare's mansion, or, mm. no, Dare's office. So, have that information. Yep. Right, but we're on the outskirts and not at the center of town. So, if you're, uh, if you're just trying to get right, uh, to where the facility is, I mean, you can take the main branch, the thickest of the pipes. You know, you've been through these before. Several of you can walk side to side through it. Um, the level of effluent, uh, will kind of rise as it falls. It can get up to shin level. Uh, there are My God. basically two sidewalks <laughs> on either side with the effluent that runs through the middle. Um, most, most times the effluent doesn't come past the level of the little sidewalks. But if you had to get in it, it's at least chin level, if not higher. Bert, Bert, here, here, here's a serious game question. Why is there a fascination with you in sewers and effluent and making me go in the effluent? Why do you think I went for the other group? Right, I you will, always um, volunteer for this, Nick. I will, we will, um, unless anyone have, has any objection, we'll go a branch over so it, uh, and we'll go in one of the back alleys so it doesn't look quite so obvious. Um, hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, we'll do that. And then we'll, uh, make our way over to the main branch and look around, see what we see. Oh, that stinks. It doesn't move over, uh, your token. So Ooh. who went with the team sewer? That is uh, Mr. Marlowe. Uh, who else? Gil. Uh, I went. And the others. Ethan went. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, the two, really, two of the three J's went into the sewers. It would have been simpler if all the J's went together. <laughs> and the rest of you are doing what? I think we're just going up and say, can we get a tour? I've heard good things about your place. Let's try a little bit of more subtlety than that. I know it's hard. 
Well, uh, what do we you want to do? I'm, I'm, can, I'm not sure which guild would cover it, but we can see if there's some way we can get arranged for having an official tour. Um, hi. Um, before I head out there, I want to get a little more background on the security uh, team that's there and some interesting, a few interesting tidbits about the hospital. And make sure I bring my camera and ask if maybe we're going to do a piece about the hospital. Do you mind if we get a small tour? Maybe take a couple of photos just for a, a, an, uh, you know, just a piece for the paper that I work for. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to give you some of the information uh, ahead of time. One, there is yep. no recording of uh, of who their police force is. They don't have to have it registered with Metapol, and so they are not registered. They simply they've got their own in-house security. Uh, they do have to have to adhere to all Metapol rules, which means that uh, they should only be armed with stun weaponry, as they are not police. They are not allowed to carry ballistic weaponry. Um, in the files of the two people that broke into the place, in fact, there were several burns from them being tased and basically beat, but uh, no, they weren't shot or anything like that. Uh, they were they were worked over pretty good, though. Uh, no bones broken. They didn't require hospital care, but they were beaten about pretty well. She um, doesn't leave marks. Yeah. Uh, you find a brochure for the hospital. It is, uh, it is a private hospital. It deals, uh, it, it's not a sanatorium. It deals with, uh, it does deal some with, uh, psycho- psychological cases that have been, uh, not due to psychological breakdown, but have been due to either, uh, prolonged drug use, uh, or misuse. Things that have a cure rate better, uh, than, you know, like trying to get someone out of a psychosis or there's that, that sort of thing. Um, they, it's, uh, think of it like a Betty Ford clinic okay <laughs> people right. who have drug problems right. that are trying to get straight go in yeah uh, it's a very quiet facility the brochure you know shows uh it's basically a walled compound uh on the inside they've got this beautiful lush kind of garden and walkways and they've got like a hedge maze uh they they claim a staff ratio of five to one um there are four resident doctors um they do give the names if you wanted to look up uh, their credentials um and they do say that it's a secure facility. Um, what else will say? Oh, uh, while you're there, uh, they guarantee that uh, the residents will not be bothered by uh, by outside uh, necessities. Uh, in other words, they you can't. They don't have access to phones and things like that. It's supposed to be you go in, you you're completely cut off from the world until you're better, and then you are released. <laughs> and apparently, they've got a five star chef there as well. What's this catering by D? <laughs> But uh, as far as trying to do an expose on it, the brochure does have a phone number to call for their, um, uh, basically their, we call it, uh, yeah. relations, their customer relations sort of thing. Mm. So uh, Sharon, if Miss Rackham wants to give them a call. I would. And I would like to add, okay, um, hey, give them a call and if someone, does someone pick up, actually? Yes, yes. Uh, about three rings, you... Uh, a woman with a very uh, thick French accent to the phone. Monsieur Eliton, this is Miss Um, identifying myself. Hello, this is Elizabeth Rackham. Um, I'm a journalist. I work for the uh, Metapol News. And we were um, interested in possibly doing a piece about your facility. I was wondering, would it be possible to arrange for, t- for a uh, brief tour? Oh well, certainly we do. Uh, we do offer uh, a tour. Uh, and looking at my scheduled book, it uh, it seems we have an opening. Uh, to, oh, this uh, this very afternoon. If you can uh, 
Uh, how many? Uh, it would be about four people. Four people. I can arrange for uh, four four uh, press passes. Uh, just come to the central uh, lobby. Uh, explain to the guards who you are, and uh, I will uh, I will arrange for a staff accompaniment. Uh, which paper again? Oh, it's the uh, Metapol News. Metapol News. And you hear it's clicking in the background. It is arranged. Oh, thank you. Um, is there any particular time we should show up? Oh, by two. By two. Great. We will be there. Thank you so much. It's not a problem. Good day. Good day. I am missing my French and Spanish. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, which were they supposed to be? So, yes, Miss Sherry, uh, you have arranged a tour at two o'clock for four people. Okay, who's the fourth? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. You might not have Do me either. Uh, it's it's probably noon now, so you have a couple of hours before. It takes maybe um, 20 minutes to arrive there by uh, if you want to go by oh, train. Architecture plans. Can we get architecture plans at all so we know general layout of the building? Yes. Uh, you get the, the approved plans when the building was first built, although you know from working in the housing department, once it's built, uh, they don't have to lodge any amendments that they make to the structure. Okay. Yeah. So you have what is on file. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it's very much built like a, a castle keep with a courtyard. Uh, it has brick walls surrounding. It has parapets. Uh, there is a iron gatehouse in the uh, at the front. About a half a mile of a driveway going up to it. Looks like there are two gate, uh, two guard stations up front with a brick wall surrounding. Sure, that's fine. They are receiving. Uh, they are receiving broadcast power. Although the uh, they do apparently have their own backup generators. It's a two-story complex, maybe, and one story beneath, which is uh, registered as just basic, uh, your your accessory utility area, where all the pipes, all that reside. There's not supposed to be any down there, just, uh, just your utilities. Hello? You're buzzing a little bit. I'm buzzing? Yes. And You're Sharon okay. might be mute. I'm here, I was listening. Reroll. I need 120 paws. Stat. Okay, how's that? Better. Okay. okay, so what's Gavin up to if he's not going on the short tour? His last note that he was AFK. Oh. All right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, switch over then. The range there. We are going over to the sewers. As the people who always seems to get the dirty work are now traipsed through a well, muck of sewer. Yeah, but I did have a couple ideas that I posted sure. real quick. Uh, I, I had wanted to try to convince one of the PCs to watch the uh, film. Uh, we do have cameras down in the um, pneumatic tunnels, right? Not everywhere, but there are some. Yes, mostly right. it's in the interchange where people actually board and, uh Yeah, that w- yeah. that's what I was looking for. I was going to uh, try to convince some PCs to see if we can't find if Bob left the interchange to come and see uh, to get to the office and to try to, you know, get some people to then do some math and watch the other videos. Uh, uh, had you done it on the same, well, hmm, give me a 40 fudge roll. Just, uh, this is kind of luck because okay. they don't have the, they don't have mass stores. So basically everything ah. stored for a number of hours. Got re- oh, that's mildly disappointing. Oh, I got a one. A one. Okay. Um, Around the time that you're, you know, you've got to kind of extrapolate how long you think it would have taken him to, you know, get here in his condition, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, camera footage still exists within that time zone. I caught it right before they were about to purge. And uh, looking up the stations that are closest to where the Cheka branch is, mm-hmm. uh, Bob did not come up through those stations. Hmm. Are there... 
buses or other public transportation? Oh yeah, there's a, there you have uh, the pneumatic tubes. You have buses atop. There's taxis. Okay, so there are buses and other transportation. Um, do I have cameras out in front of my? Yes, you do. Okay, um, could they review that and then see if a bus, if he walked in, uh, buses? Okay. Uh, are you doing this or are you having someone do this? No, oh, I'm having, um, getting Xander. Getting I tell Xander, Xander, right? Yeah. Um, in, unless one of the PCs volunteers. Nope. Okay. Well, and, and then I tell Xander to, uh, I'm gonna be out of contact, so get in touch with Bishop, um, and see what's up. Uh, I will, uh, I, I will grab a set of radios so that, um, and tell them a certain frequency and, I will be reachable by that frequency. All right. Uh, well, uh, while you're getting your sewer stomping gear on, you get a call back. Uh, are you having him do this through the quantum radios? Otherwise, no. how are okay? So, no. how are you to call? Because uh, you're going to be in a sewer. If if radios, I should aren't carry big. a backpack. Yeah. If all right. So you want to get one of the big backpacks? All right. Your yes. reception in the sewers is not great, but since you are not far from headquarters, receive the call. Uh, yeah, Xander comes back with you and says, uh, yeah, it seems, uh, seems like your boy got out of the cab across the street from us, uh, looked around, uh, and, uh, basically approached the, the building, um, through the alley. So he, he just gets a, a great still image of him getting out of a taxi cab and then like heading out into an alley. So he, he got to you, uh, by a more ta- circuitous rote, but he did get there by a cab. Okay. Get the cab, get the cab company, um, hand it to one of the, investigators in the office and tell them this is important if they can find if you can get a license plate that'd be great if not not sure i'm on it okay we'll Thanks, take him some time to do that all right so he'll get back to you when he does uh so you go down the main artery of the sewer this is the one that basically if you think of metapole as a hub the sewers are spoke you have the the larger mm-hmm. uh spokes that go down to each sector um and then you've got smaller drainage pours off into one of these from the different uh building okay mm-hmm. so you're in like one of the main arteries here and uh so what you're seeing here on the map is on either side uh you've got these uh walkways which people use when they come because occasionally it needs to be dredged you find stuff that gets stuck here and it won't go through the grates and they've got to be cleaned out so you've got a sewer that does that and uh how close to the hospital did you want to get uh i I wanted to get like a block away and then somewhere where i can be pretty invisible all right. and they jump in. Uh, well, this is kind of what you see then. A block away from the hospital, you're going down the main sewer path, and you see that there's there's a lot of uh, rubble uh, right in the middle uh, of the sewer canal. Mm-hmm. It's not completely blocking off the flow. It's probably why no one was uh, was ever you know given notice that it was here, and no one's come to clean it out because this flow is still good. Uh, but it looks like uh, it's Deatrice from construction. I mean, there's like I beams, there's like concrete blocks. Oh, holy uh, crap! D- does it look like it's been um, washed here by some flood, or has it fallen from the ceiling? Or uh, no, it looks it. like it's been washed down, and it finally just okay. seemed to catch. You know, as you note on the map, it's uh, right. the ends of it oh, are caught okay. on either side of the tunnel. Um, has there been any? Well, you say this is about chin level, but even then, there would have had to be quite a lot of water movement to move concrete and rubble. Oh yeah, and there so is when was quite a the bit yes? So when was the last um, monumental rainfall or flooding? Well, actually, all you need is two inches. You get so long as you can break con- contact. Water is and moving water 
a foot will move yeah. an ivy. If uh, loggers take uh, take advantage of that in America when they uh, yeah. float logs but, down rivers and such. So yeah, yeah. It, it, you wouldn't but need a, a great deal of con- flooding. But um, concrete and I would have thought that this would have actually been quite slow moving fluid. Actually, it's not. Uh, the branches are actually made on a, it's a declining level, so the highest point is at the edge of the call metapole, like a circle once again. The highest point is at the hub. Okay, so by here then, it's picked up some momentum. Yeah, this is, it flows pretty fast through. Okay. Yeah. But this is work that had to be done in this area, this level. So it's all uh, underground work. Um, fl- so it's been swamped here then from further inwards from the city. Uh, outward. So you're you're going. Yes, you're it's going from got, the it's center to the out, and yes. so this was yeah following the same direction. Yes, right. Yeah. So it passed whatever caused it. All right. And uh, as while you guys are sitting here and kind of looking at this uh, this mass of concrete deal here, uh, everybody give me alertness rolls. All right. Check. Well, both groups are just team sewer. Just team, team sewer. sewer. Seven. Seven. Oh, yeah. no. Minus one. Yes. It's annoying when that happens. Okay. Uh, so, so everybody... Minus one. Minus one. Okay. I, then. I, would, I would love it if we could color these so that they quickly distinguish. Yep. That's a good point. And when you come well, your own down, one is... Your own one is colored differently. Yeah, but if I'm trying to spot stuff done by you, Logos, or Bert, or if it's uh, right. PM or something, it will just kind of get swept along. Not like what we're discovering. Also, I noticed that for some reason your token is on the far side. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the sewer. Yeah, you can all be on the sides. I just uh, <laughs> leave, no, leave him over there. We don't want him. <laughs> don't want. I Although need you could easily cross on the uh, <laughs> yeah the rubble on the rubble now. All right, those of you that actually made your alertness rolls, uh, you, as you're investigating the rubble that's there, uh, there those are not. some really good alertness rolls with the seven. So what you see is uh, little red blinking eyes from beneath some of that sewage there, and you hear this faintest sound of skittering. Ugh, I jump away from it. Hey, guy with the goggles. I put my goggles on and take a look. All right, uh, it's a rat's nest, and these are the special variety of metapole sewer rats that are about three feet long. Oh, good. Uh, Marlo, you remember those um, giant evil sewer rats that chased us for a while back then? No. Well, uh, I've oh. forgotten. I, I, well, I don't, I don't know how that would be oh, burned into my memory. I wonder if anyone's cataloged them at some point. It sounds like a very interesting subspecies. Interesting right. is a word for it, I suppose. So, does anyone know how to handle animals? I um, have. Uh, all right. Uh, messy game talk. I have rather a good empathy score here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you really can't empathize with something that's feral. Uh, uh, <laughs> look at all that. Actually, personal uh, demeanor tends to be the way. It's a combination of presence, body language, and yes. tone. So I have both presence here, I have a little bit of might, and I have empathy, so... Yeah, yeah, you, you, can, you can try a will attack when you get around to that part yeah. of the combat. I will, I will, um... <laughs> Oracles I could just try. Shout and make noise, and try to, um, basically make them seem like a big predator. Now, and I'm trying when you're to describing them as three feet long, is that including or without the tail? Oh, that's with the tail. The main body is like a foot something. Tail's half the, half the end. Put something, and if it's a full nest, yeah. If, if this fails, I'm just going to start killing them. So I'm going to try to save lives before I blood. I get my nice, my nice baton all bloody. All right. Uh, are you guys seeing the icon that I just dropped up? 
Yep. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Marlo, you start yelling and uh, making noise, and this seems to agitate them as they kind of stream forth from their burrows. Uh, so you've got this large... Uh, they don't seem to be heading towards you yet. They just seem to be very confused. Kind yes. Of the idea that they don't like loud noises. <laughs> and uh, what kind of illumination are you using down here, by the way? Well, I'm not. Well, I am. I'm. Uh, if I have a storm lantern, an electric storm lantern of some kind, or now remember, every twenty feet or so, they do have uh, a very low wattage light, uh, just yeah. for the sewer people to be able to find uh, find their way. Underneath the light also tells you like what, how many feet you are in sewer and what direction. Yeah, but I need something powerful so that yes. we can see blood and whatnot. So. I'll All be. right, so uh, Marlo is taking an action there. Um, you guys got very good alertness rolls. I'm not going to have to do anything other oh, than they mass. Did. They so, did. Uh, Mr. Hundergard, what are you what are you doing? Uh, you these rats kind of piling up out of the debris. Okay, the fact that you put a swarm there is indicative. Is that indica- indicative yes, is of their swarm. number? It is uh, a large swarm of large rats. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get out my uh, rifle here to try and cook them when it's comes around, so I'm going to unsling that and prepare that. Okay, so your Actually, seeing as I... Yeah. Okay. And uh, what is Mr. Ethan Thane doing? Uh, because I... If I were to fight them, I would have to punch them, and the other people look like they do a much better job. I'm going to be using my goggles to look around for anything of interest. Anything that would... Um, anything that catches my attention. Uh, well, the main thing is the nest that uh, these rats came out of. Well, how, uh, how far... Is it like it's just a hole with rubble and that's it? Or is it like it's sort of miniature guns a bits? It's just that hole there? Uh, yeah, that's the, right there. That hole is where they came out of. And what you're seeing, though, is that uh, these seem to be the adult rats. There are many uh, babies in there. And uh, maybe why they haven't moved away yet. Ah, right. <clears throat> they seem to be I posturing. This. Yes, they are kind of standing up on their height. They're squealing at you, Marlo. Yes, specifically <sighs> at you, Marlo. Their little beady eyes are looking at you. Uh, they seem to be trying to frighten you away. Some of them are hissing, but they don't seem to be moving, at least towards you. I I look at them disgustedly, and I draw out my baton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we keep moving, people. Kill them. Kill them now. They are you more know, concerned with the young. Wow, you? look at you, old murder McMurderson. <laughs> you know what rats do? They they grab all types of cloth and whatnot from surrounding areas. Rat nests are great areas to look for things like, you know, uh, various detritus that was left behind. Uh, they love to make their nests out of them. Cook them. You are a cruel and evil man. If I cook them, I am going to burn any cloth they may have. Well, exactly. Let us no, move on. If if you cook them, fine. If you want to right. fight them, you guys do this on your own. Be I taking shall time move on. to have a conversation, so they are uh, they are moving forward. Then they, you are not uh, running from their menace. They they now see you as a threat to start moving forward. Excellent. I <sighs> gesture. Do, 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 do. Fine. I, now I will fry them. I am now sad that I am not on the other side, so I will move away slightly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Guy with a ranged weapon that wishes to fry them can make a shot before uh, they skitter yes. across the um, bridge. Wide dispersal to cook a lot of them, so big beam. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give this a try. Oh, okay. They're kind of a uh, working as a mass. So what's going to happen is, uh, you know, they've got several several blocks of damage they can take, and after so many blocks, their ability to damage you goes down, and you've got a set different hit. Go ahead and roll. Tell me to get there. Okay. 
body F plus, I think I'm at four, or is it five now for the guns? It's four. Okay. Four, but I get a plus two for my, um, it's plus two, isn't it, for specialization? I always forget this. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So you get a six total. Uh, that's a total of a seven. Seven. Okay. Oh, well, that is enough. Uh, that's two over. How much damage does your weapon do? I believe it was three because it's a laser. Okay. But it's laser. Five it's bots. got the high heat on it as well. Okay. All right. Uh, you cook several of the rats and they... I uh, will boost that go... then if that's not enough because I want to just... Oh, well, that's this. not nearly enough. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will throw in one with um, kind and careful because I'm actually doing this very carefully not to singe Marlow here. Okay, so that just adds two more points of yep. damage. Right, still None. not enough, and you a couple okay. more fall off of the water. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'll leave it at that point, and I'll let Marlow do his thing. Okay, and Marlow, they swarm you, so uh, you and the rats. Okay, the electric uh, the gun did uh, did uh, do enough damage to knock off their their ability a little bit. Uh, what are you just going to start swinging into the mass there, Marlo, and crushing as many as you can? Hello, muted, mute button works. Just yes. yeah, I will just start smashing them. Okay, and they're just going to swarm over you and try to take bites at your tender tender bits. They're yep. going up underneath your your trouser legs <laughs> into oh. your shirt. Let's see if they get anything before <laughs> before the description starts. I get All a right. ten. You get a ten. Okay. Wow, that sucked. I am going to use one of their re rolls. <laughs> the rat. <have> <laughs> the swarm is a. Oh, wow. I mean, it's a pretty powerful beast if you did some damage to them and they didn't, they're still up and running. Yeah. It's, it's better. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so you end up getting two above, uh, them. How much damage does the club do? Three. So three, three, four, five. Okay. Some more go off into the water, but they're still there and yep. they're still swarming over you. I, I. Okay. Based... Now for, uh, oh, Mr. Hunterguard. Uh, they are now swarmed on Mr. Marlowe. They're on his clothes or yes. running up his legs. Uh, so I, if you're I... using your weapon, you're going to hit Marlowe as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and what is Ethan? What are you doing? They seem to be not paying attention to you as they're swarming over your, your companion there who's flailing away with a club. Uh, I will describe what I do by moving on the map. <laughs> Run away! Precisely. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, I can bet I know what Mr. Marlowe does. You're continuing to cosh the rats. Yeah, um, basically. If anyone what? gets on me, I kick them into the sewers. Right. And what are you doing, Hunterguard? Um, the entirety of the swarm is on him now? Yes, yes. they are swarming all over him. You could go up to him and start knocking yes. some of them off him. You could go up to him and start stabbing him in the, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I could kill Marlowe. You get a gap bonus if you work with the rats. True. And it would be rightly deserved in about time too, but no. I will have to uh, swap to my sword and close. So. Okay, uh, so you're going to swing at Marlowe. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm having fine. to swap As long my as you don't first. get a negative number, you will not hit Marlowe. However, if you roll a negative, you will hit Marlowe. Well, I'm also thinking that it's a swarm, thus they may actually spread, because I'm going to basically wade in there to the thick of it, so... Sure, go ahead and uh, swing your sword about. Oh, I get to do that right now? I thought I was going to be wasting time. Okay. Well, I guess you had to change your sword move. Okay, so yeah, let's say you can't swing yet. We'll give uh, them another chance to bite off bits of Marlowe. Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! All right, Marlowe, go ahead and do your roll there. They're a little weaker this time. And they get a five. I get a six. All right, and your damage again is what? Three. So you know another four points. Uh, (coughs) Not quite enough to knock it off another level. All right, good enough. Uh, and now, Hunter Guard, you're there. If you wish to swing, you can. 
Well, I guess he doesn't. Maybe oh no, I'm ju- I'm just ty- I'm just typing. Okay, so I'm typing in the whole well, thing again. Oh, uh, while he does um, that, I expertly I'm, squeak I'm my glove. I'm rolling. There he goes. Yes, uh, and it's awful. It's five. five. Okay, what how damage does your sword do? Um, swords, I believe, you decided with two. Two. This is an okay. exceptional quality sword. Two more. Um, and the swarm breaks off, and some of them jump onto you now. Okay. All right. Uh, Marlo, go ahead and bat them off. All right. Oh, uh, that's enough to finish them off that are on you. Uh, basically bash the brains in on the last poor mouse who looks at you like, what have I ever done to you? <laughs> Goes piling into the water. So, uh, you've got yeah. a few, a few of the rats are on Hunterguard now, but that seems to be all that's left. And Hunterguard, you can go ahead and try and clear them from you. Well, that's a five. Uh, it's three, actually. No, that won't be a five. That's a four, and that's enough to finish stuff. Okay, so got lots of little well, rat bodies, or not so little rat bodies. Oh, no, I, didn't I didn't actually get that. No. Oh. Um, uh, I'm forgetting that it's now going to be... Um, it'll actually be a three this time. Ah, in which case, uh, yeah, they, yeah, some um, of them do get into the sweet, tasty bits as they go up underneath your coat arms and down your legs and start uh, gnawing and away the, unless, uh, unless I boost this again. So. <laughs> if you want to waste chips on a point of stress... I don't know. Are they about to inflict a point, or are they about to inflict? Oh, no. they're, they're about to inflict three points. So, yeah, th- I didn't suppose to get my armor for this, do I? Uh, no, because they actually are. Didn't going think in. so. So yeah, yes. Oh, well, so yes. The worst place you're going to take a minor, which mm-hmm. will go away into the sink. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Then I'll sit with that. Then you're going to sit with that. Okay. Do you have a box? Th- I have exactly three boxes. Okay. Then no, you're fine. Uh, yeah. If you had to have taken a consequence, however, you, m- you might have contracted some. <laughs> As it I is, box three. Yeah, mm-hmm. box three. Yeah, you're. Yeah, they're they're starting to you know gnaw down on some of your oh. tender flesh. That was a miserable roll. I only got a four when I walked over there and clubbed the last little lights from them. Yeah, that's that's because they're yeah. engaged now. Okay, so yes, you clear the area of a bunch of mutant rats. You hear the little I just squeals have to say this. I have of their babies. Minus, Hungry have little had, babies. Yes. I've just had minus three twice in a row. Yep, <laughs> it happens. I got it here. So I will, uh, Ed Burke got it. So yeah. I will walk over to... Um, their little dirty rat nest and just uh Give me an athletics roll. Alright. Are right, actually actually is your athletics better than three? It's a six. It's a six. Oh wow. Yeah, don't worry about it. No problem yeah. at all then. It's a little slick. He's just growing mold on top of the the stones and such. But uh yeah, there's a little rat's nest in there. The babies are, you know, still blind and just mewling around. Uh there's also a corpse in there. Okay. That they've been uh, eating on for a while. Kill the rats. Do 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 smash smash smash. <laughs> Disgusting man. Look at the corpse. You're lucky we don't have sand. You really are. Right. Uh, the corpse is actually fairly fresh. Uh, it looks like they've been eating on it. Uh, it's uh, drifted in through here. Uh, and still got the remnants of clothing and shoes on. And, oh, give me a investment roll. All right. Uh, eight plus an investigation. Not a problem. Crime scene uh, is a ten. About three days ago uh, was well, the last time that you and Mr. Anderson uh, parted ways. And you do believe you recognize the suit that this body wearing. Uh, all right, I I will drag his um I will drag his body up and then I will uh try to examine and see if the rats haven't destroyed cause of death and the the rats have you know, most of his face is gone. You're identifying the body by the clothes mainly, mm-hmm. um, but you do uh, turn it over and you notice that uh, there is a thin uh a thin cut in the back of his suit that extends to what would probably be his kidney. Okay. 
I, being a blade aficionado, uh, do I recognize, uh, similar wound? Uh, um, and, um, he's wearing a suit of some sort and does he have any identification papers or, uh, I guess no, his his wallet, uh, wallet's missing. His pockets are actually turned inside out. Most unfortunate. His shoes are not on either. Uh-huh. His, uh, rats have been chewing at his feet. I will look. I will look and you know search the rat's nest to see if I can't find anything that looks to have been uh, paperish or all the rest of that. All right. It's pretty disgusting. I mean, you know, the rats basically use excrement to uh, to put together their holds. You know, they take paper and uh, other kind of debris and they kind of you know chew it and crap on it. And <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So it's pretty I'm, nasty. I'm, I'm um, well aware of this. I have also I have also pulverized monkey skulls and all kinds of other things. Right. What are the other two doing out there while uh, Mr. Marlowe's just you know rolling around the filth? <laughs> I leave him to roll around in filth because I hate the man. <laughs> I will uh, examine it uh, by looking through it with magic glasses, which means I don't have to touch the film. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can't move things to see. Like When stuff is all put together in a layer, your your things cannot see through layers like that. You can't peel off this piece of paper and see if you're blind behind us. You just see paper. Yeah. And could I have you had see, rubber upgrade gloves? Upgrade your glass. Of course, upgrade yeah. Upgrade you your, okay. your glasses. You've got your sewer kit, so sure. Uh, you know, yeah. you've got, okay, because I didn't want to ruin my nice gloves. Um, you're able to pull out what looks like the remains of a top section of some kind of brochure. Uh, the words aren't making, you can't make out the words, but you make out like the, uh, the stone, uh, what's it called, promenade at the top of the building. Since you just looked at it, this is the clinic. Uh, but there's no writing in it, and although most of it's already been uh, washed away. I will, uh, after I have done all that, I will, uh, I will put that in my little evidence baggie, and then I will, uh, gently fold, uh, Mr. Anderson's, uh, his arms over his body and try to, you know, just simplify and compose the body as best as I can and uh, leave it here uh, for the moment. You want to, uh, I, did you pull him out of the rat nest onto like the sidewalk or did you do this inside the rats? I, I figure I had to search the body. So I had so to pull him on the side here. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. All right. Um, so he washed. So the rats, would the rats have been capable of pulling him in? I guess they oh, would yeah. have. Oh, yeah. They- okay. Um, can I examine for scratches or uh, basically markings where they dragged him? Uh, bits of cloth? You really, I'm going by the same investigation role. Mm-hmm. Not really. What What you think might have happened is if his body was in the effluent, they probably swam out and uh, nipped him and brought him into their... Okay. And given that this flows downhill, all right, yeah. I will... Um, Explain my revelations with the other members of the party, and then gesture onwards. All right. Meanwhile, uh, say it's been an hour uh, since your conversation with the hospital. Um, did you so want to there's make any other plans? It's around one o'clock. It takes about half an hour to get there. Or so. Um, let me try calling Anton to see if he'll pick up. All right. Uh, call Anton. You get his message machine. Uh, there's some expletive deletives followed by leave a blank message. <laughs> eh, nah, never mind. Talk to you later. Go screw yourself. Bye. Uh, does anybody else have any suggestions for a fourth thing on this tour? Hello? Yeah, I'm just wondering. Well, who have you got so far? Bishop, yourself, 
and Gavin. I'm not sure if I should be going. I am. The French do have an eye on me, and I will be going to a French facility. Yes, and the French have an eye on me as well, pointing to the car that's been that's right outside. Yeah, if, if Bishop shows up, they may just um, arrest him on sight or have the security team trump you out immediately. For I'm you're not, not there. Shush, shush. You're in the sewer. Get back in the sewer. Yeah, I'm not under arrest by the French no, anymore. No, no, they no, dropped this Hmm. Well, George is a poor thing. George. <laughs> he could be your cameraman. <laughs> Alright, fine. Alright, let's go. Let's do this, people. Woohoo! Tour! Uh, you're gonna take the bus there, you're gonna take a car there. Remember, you do have a motor pool the car if you want. Remember, <laughs> we do uh, have George, yeah. so. <laughs> it does, uh, the cars all do have guild plates on them, though, to wear. Oh, I was gonna take my car. Can your yeah. car fit, George? <laughs> yes. Alright, so we're taking your car. He's got a minivan in expectation for uh, Jennifer becoming a soccer mom. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and what's his gun turret on the top for? Uh, uh, that's, that's, that, that, that's not a gun turret, of course. That's a... Bicycle rack, yeah. Yes, bicycle rack. <laughs> Alright, George calls shotgun. <laughs> not green, not green. Hmm. I, I, I don't think he wants shotgun. I think he, he wants, he wants minigun. I see. All right. Well, uh, I drive us carefully there. there since I have a point in drive and we're not doing anything insane. Right. And uh, so you get there just fine. Two o'clock. Uh, you know, you're you got a little bit of traffic where people are just now finishing lunch, going back to work. Um, I say that you this is at the extreme end of District three. Uh, so you're going through the, the last of the residential zones and uh, driving along this nice driveway that's got a lot of greenery a lot of trees have been planted and it's a windy kind of road that continues to go up uh upslope and eventually you come to uh two guard posts with a, a very thick iron gate in between and you see a logo of the hospital across the top of the arch uh it's a kind of a six foot tall uh brick wall uh that surrounds the outside of the hospital and you know in the distance uh, so the hospital is right very close to the gate. It's a good, you know, half mile in. On a hill, you can see the hospital. It's a very nice looking affair. It, it looks very castle-like. It's got uh, four uh, four corners that have the you know, overlooking battlements on them. Uh, but anyway, the as you drive up, uh, one of the guards comes out of the uh, guardhouse. He's got a clipboard on him. You notice the other guard stays in the guardhouse and uh, his hand is on a weapon of some sort. The guard that approaches you has got a big smile on his face. He's got a very crisp uniform. It's kind of a powder baby blue. He's got a tie. He comes up. Uh, he's wearing like a, a cap uh, as well. He uh, comes over to the driver's side window and wraps I rolled the down the window. I rolled down the window. Hello. Hello. And uh, who might you be? Uh, we're here for the tour. We're the, um, I point to uh, to Miss uh, Rack in the back. The Metapole News. Oh, yes, yes. I, uh, I see we have you here for two o'clock. Uh, you're just slightly early, but that's okay. Uh, if you would clip these on, please. He hands out four badges. Okay, one. Press, they say press on them. Uh, I give it, I ask Gavin, uh, I look to Gavin as to where to clip it on George. <laughs> Sorry. I ask, uh, I figure out where to clip it on George. <laughs> George is a well-mannered monkey, probably has one of those, uh, Fake starch collars, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh. I pretty much presume that. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping he had a vest and a cigar and a top hat. That'd be awesome. 
<laughs> right. Uh, uh, he tells you, uh, once we open the gate here, uh, you're driving, right, Bishop? Yes. Uh, sir, if you'd, uh, just make a right, uh, you'll see a, uh, parking zone there and we'll have our, our greeting committee out to give you the tour in just a bit. Uh, there's a concession stand there as well. Just present your, I- your IDs and I'll be glad to give you a bit of lunch if you haven't had any already. It's, uh, quite a walk around the establishment. You should, uh, grab some water while you're there as well. He tips his hat at you and says, enjoy your stay. Thank you. As you drive by, you notice he's, he's writing Thanks. down your... I'm hoping we don't have to stay. <laughs> he seems to be writing down your plate number. Remember, not all cars have plates. The ones that do generally belong to business such are prominent people. Of so course. it's up to you whether or not you have a plate. I ha- I'm a prominent person. I have a plate. Uh, Bishop probably has a vanity plate. <laughs> Bishop won, or suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, gate opens, and uh, you've got a, a nice little countryside drive ahead of you. Uh, you drive for another five minutes before to your right. You see a lot that has been uh, carved out of the, the grass, and uh, little parking lines have been set up. And yes, there's a concession stand there. There's some people out getting snow cones and uh, different beverages and such. And there's lots of shady trees around as well. I make sure to pick Ooh. up some water. They've got a uh, shop. I like a place know. has a little shop. Uh, yeah, showing them their badge, a menu you'd like to take, different bottled waters from around the world. They've got small snacks, that sort of thing. I grab a um, few snacks. Do they have any uh, French or water? Of course. I will pick up a bottle of that. La pretension. <laughs> <laughs> for me. <yeah. laughs> and of course, they have some fruit for your your mom. Uh, while you're doing this, a uh, an electric, uh, an opened electric car, think golf cart here, uh, rolls up. It's a very primly dressed young woman. Hair is tied back. She's got glasses on. She's got a, a darker complexion um, than a lot do. It looks like she actually does get to see sunlight. So these scientists in Metapole do not. And she's got a, a badge on. A welcome committee. <coughs> he wanders over to you. She has as well. Hello. I am, I am Stephanie, and you are, I'm not going to cut an accent, but <laughs> French accent, very, very, uh, very prominent. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Rackham, Middlepool News, and these are my companions. I introduced everyone. Oh, hello, hello. She gets to, uh, George, and, uh, she pauses for a minute. He, uh, takes her eyeglasses off, takes a very good look at George. A big grin spreads on her face and says, oh, and hello to you. I was just wondering, George does have manners, so. <laughs> <laughs> George takes her hand in one finger, kisses the back of it. <laughs> yeah, I gave George a special school of manners. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you were with uh, with uh, with a news newspaper, the uh, Metropole Times, yes. Uh, no, the Metropole News. Oh, Metropole News, yes. And you are doing a piece on us. Yes. Well, uh, if everyone will climb in, please. And the golf cart is, uh, it's, it's a little snug, but, uh, George can kind of hang on to the back and hang on to the roof. He mm-hmm. seems to like that. And, uh, he was <laughs> off. Like the wind she, in his fur. Yes. She uh, starts, uh, telling you a little bit about the, the history of the place. It's only been here a few, um, as Metapol became more of a public place in the, the, uh, world eye. A lot of, uh, important people started uh, coming here and very important people often have, uh, very bad vices in which they, uh, need help recovering from. The clinic was established that. Uh, there's, uh, we have a dedicated staff of nurse and doctors, five on staff doctors. It basically gives the name. They're, they are specialists in pharmaceutical rehabilitation. Some of them are uh, physical rehabilitation. Some of them are psychology. 
etc. <laughs> so anyway, she just gives you the spiel of, you know, what the place does. And it's got a beautiful countryside as she's talking, kind of showing this and heading towards the clinic uh, in the distance. It, it is a fair ways from the gate itself. If you have any specific question, you can ask her. Uh, she's just kind of giving history and driving. I'll ask if the castle is modeled on any particular castle. Oh, very good eye, sir. And yes, he rattles off the particular castle in France, which has no mm. clue what it would be called. But yes, <laughs> it is modeled on a particular castle where uh, upon the death of the owner, it was deeded over to a, uh, a an institution that, that helped uh, help people to, you know, get better and to find uh, new ways to live life after a large medical mishap, like missing an arm, missing an eye, etc. And they would re relearn new skills so that they could become productive. So anyway, that's the Castle Hospital. Yes. <laughs> um, they're very well known for also breeding breeding a uh, a type of dog um, that will help people that are blind or perhaps missing limbs and are having problems uh, moving around. The dogs are helpful in these ways. And as you're driving along, uh, she does point out that this dog, they do have these dogs here as well, as you're seeing training sessions where there are people leading the dogs around. The dogs are, you know, on leashes. They'll stop traffic going by and they will tug at their owner's sleeve or leg when they're about to hit something, do something drastic. <laughs> so anyway, yes, they are training these dogs. These are very large dogs. They sit about, uh, about three foot at the shoulder. Very large dogs. Are they training the dogs using voice command? Uh, yes, they're using voice command, and they're using uh, clapping. And the, uh, what language are they using? Uh, depends. Uh, it seems to be suited to the person the dog is meant for. Okay. Some are being trained in German, some are training French, and etc. Uh, if, if you ask uh, Stephanie about it. this, um, she does say, well, we, we like to train the dog in a language that's not the owner's uh, normal language so that the dog does not get confused. So if you give it a command in a language that's not your own, likely that word won't show up in your normal speech, and so it won't confuse the dog. But they do try to use uh, languages. They don't They don't use the same language, like, like all German or all French. You pass one being trained in Latin. <laughs> ah, I know exactly what they're saying. Sit, roll over. Ah. Kill the person holding that investigator card. <laughs> ah, beautiful Latin. <laughs> And how how long does it take to train a dog? Hmm. Well, it uh, we raise them from uh, pups uh, until the time that they are uh, full grown. They undergo much training, and then it takes about uh, six months to a year with the individual that they are to go to. How big of dogs are they using? Like I said, they they stand about three foot from paw hmm. to shoulder. They're large dogs. Yeah. So Any particular breed dogs. or a mix? No, it looks like to be a particular breed. All the dogs look very similar. And since this is the French we're talking about. Oh, yeah. They've probably been genetically modified, yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, if you, so she stopped so that you can see some of the training. You had an yeah. interest in it, uh, but otherwise, uh, I'll make a note of the particular commands that they are using. <laughs> All right, a lot of the commands that you're using, uh, since they are also instructing the person uh, there as well, who's going to take the dog, are very simple things like sit, uh, walk, stay. Um, commands for pick this up, bring this to me, things like that. And um, mm. what kind of criteria do you use to determine who would get a guide dog? Oh, it's, oh, it's based, based on, on physical, physical need and, uh, well, to be honest, uh, ability to pay. The dog are not cheap. No, George, you cannot have one. <laughs> He's pleading at you. <laughs> uh, no. I have a question, Bert. I know we probably brought a camera. Did they stop us using the camera at all? No, of course not. I mean, you're doing a news piece. So. Okay, that's what I figured. 
As a matter of fact, while you're talking to her, if you've got a microphone on her, she's fine with that. I'm guessing. So, I'm guessing George is taking pictures. Yeah, he's your cameraman. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you uh, roll up to the main uh, establishment, and uh, yeah, it, once again, it looks very much like a hospital, although it's been retrofitted with modern conveniences. It does have the antenna showing broadcast power. There are windows in place that obstruct the open uh, areas. Cameras. Uh, yes, there are cameras. Not hidden, just pretty no, obvious? they're in plain sight, although that doesn't mean those are the only cameras, but there are some in plain sight. Uh, there are guards patrolling the grounds. They're all dressed in, uh, you know, the, the powder blue uh, uniforms. They do have sidearms, but everyone seems to be quite, you know, a lot of them, like, tip their hats at you as you drive by in the golf car. They are talking to some of the... Uh, I'm not going to call them inmates. Some of the patients that are out uh, enjoying the sun, they seem to be having conversations with, and it seems to be a very nice, pleasant atmosphere. Is there any pattern to the patients, or is it just a mix of nationals? A uh, mix of nationals. Actually, uh, since you kind of... Uh, did, did you ever take any kind of skill in, uh, oh, what would you call it, uh, public knowledge or like knowledge of famous people, that sort of thing? Uh, the closest I have is Contacts High Society. Yeah, give me a context roll. Oh, yeah, this should be fun. Oh, scholarship's probably the other one you're going to be Scholarship, getting. yeah. Scholarship is uh, actually high society contacts. It's the best one for this. If anyone has yeah. that, you can roll. Um, uh, I contact high society too. is what I got. So okay. that's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's an eight. That's an eight. Nice. After the uh, negative two. The man of the field is actually a person named Eugene... <laughs> Uh, a man named Yuji Fielding. Uh, he is perhaps one of the richest, uh, people out of Monaco. Um, well renowned for hosting parties. Uh, he likes baccarat and, uh, other types of gambling games. Uh, it's been known for a while that he's, uh, a pretty hardcore alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I asked, do you, uh, kind of noticing, like, kind of nodding towards, not making any obvious, do you get other people coming from other countries to come here and get away from everything? Uh, while you're passing by, uh, since you didn't make it seem like you knew Eugene, uh, she doesn't really say anything different, uh, but does say, oh, if you would please, uh, our, our guests here, uh, prefer anonymity, if, uh, you could refrain from, uh, taking pictures of them, please. Uh, but yes, we do get uh, guests from all over the world. Um, Metapol is becoming uh, quite the the public hub, and uh, we're we're doing what we can to capitalize on that. Uh, uh, you mentioned anonymity. Uh, what measures do you take to ensure the anonymity of guests? What well, once guests check in? Uh, of course, we have to know who they are for for purposes of uh, medical expediency and billing. Uh, but we they're given different names once they're on the field. They're never referred to by their real name. Um, those lists we have had our lawyers. Uh, well, let's just say it would be nearly impossible to get the name of our our clientele insured in every legal way we can. Uh, they're admitted. Uh, once again, uh, please, uh, if you would direct your cameras elsewhere. <laughs> uh, I actually ask her, and uh, what what methods do you take to ensure that you don't get some uh, lowbrow two-bit paper trying to get, you know, scandalous news about, oh, they have people here. I mean, I understand the walls would probably be a significant deterrent, but is there anything else you have to ensure the security? Well, uh, we do, uh, do background checks and, uh, Miss Rackham here, uh, came, uh, came through with, uh, exceptional credentials. That's why we let you through. Um, other than that, uh, we do have the, uh, legal right to confiscate, uh, any cameras, recording devices. We believe the rights of our, our, uh, the, the people that we are taking care of are violated. Mm-hmm. But and surely we won't have to go through those measures with you. Oh, Miss Rackham no. has impeccable. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. 
So yes, uh, you take your your uh, clientele's uh, confidentiality very seriously. We do, we do. Which is excellent, excellent. Ah, here we are. And she parks in front of the hospital and says, Now, uh, on this tour, the, uh, to go along with our confidentiality, the, there are areas of the hospital we won't permit it in. And please stay with me the whole time um, I, as I'll take you on the tour of uh, the major establishment. Uh, this way, please. And she does the whole thing where she's walking backwards and she's talking to you as she's going. She's mm-hmm. done this a lot, apparently. And uh, people greet you like uh, as you enter. You know, the inside, even though the outside has this very rustic castle appearance, the inside it's like it's very modern. Every every surface is polished. You're walking on marble floors. Uh, the nurses, the doctors are just impeccably well dressed. They all smile um, and wave. Bert, do I need to make an alertness roll or anything to make sure I know where all the cameras are? Uh, yep, everybody, this is a good point for everybody to give me alertness rolls for the scene. Oh come on! Okay, which is Marcus? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I really don't like what I have, so... Hmm. It's up to you. You spend a chip you want. I think I will spend a chip because I have a learned mind, so I know where to look and know what to see. Remember to reduce your chip count on your token. Yes. Okay, that didn't improve me by much. I have a five. Five. Sharon, what did you end up with? I ended up with a four. Four. And James? I'm with Sharon. Four. Okay. All right. As uh, she brings you into the facility, we're going to flip back the sewers. All right. Marlo, you've done uh, playing around with the dead body of uh, Mr. Anderson there. Uh, you've got rat feces and guts and everything else all over your uh, sewer stomping kit. But at least you had the kit on. Yeah. Uh, I will have, as I said, composed the body, done a quick prayer, and um, we are going to be moving uh, towards the... Um, the death hot, I'm sorry, uh, French agent central. Um, I mean, yes. The not at all illegitimate business. Mm-hmm. Okay, according Highly to the legal map, affair. Uh, according to the map, and since that you didn't have to take off any tributaries and straight shot, you're 100% certain you're in the right place. Um, you are right below, uh, the establishment. Um, instead of a grading system like a lot of the larger business do, they have, uh, enclosed sluices. So there are four four foot wide for four foot diameter uh steel conduits coming down from the ceiling and basically uh ending up into the effluent where just their waste is coming through those things uh so the ceiling of the hospital is right above you the ceiling uh, of the hospital or the floor of the well, hospital the, the the bottom floor of the hospital okay um i'm going to start trying to find um given the, the the construction materials they were too wide or would they have fit um well it's uh the ceiling above you is over 10 feet up um you're gonna have to get a better look it's very dark and no your lantern can't really make that far okay uh, I'm, I'm sorry I, i'm saying um the sluices are just coming straight out of the ceiling or are they yes, they're coming straight down oh. the ceiling and into okay. um, the sewers here well um von hundergaard how strong do you look I only have a might sewer of one in Metagame. Okay, so So you are the strongest person here. Uh, (laughs) Mind if I jump up on your shoulders for a better look? Uh, Well, let me set this rucksack. Actually, um, Ethan, here, take this rucksack. All right. I hand over the radio and all the large equipment and bulky things I carry. Let me uh, kind of sketch this out a little bit. Uh, 
to understand what you uh the the pillars are right in the middle uh of the effluent okay so if you're gonna, uh we're not we need on to go back that. to the effluent map yeah we're oh, on the there you go <laughs> the chicken offices <laughs> is flooded with effluent yeah well maybe <laughs> All right, so uh, the three pillars come down right in the middle um, of the effluent here, okay? So if you're needing to get up to ceiling and look, you're going to have to actually wade out to the effluent. Oh, well. There's no... All right. Well, do you want to stand, uh, climb on my shoulders now, or do you want to wade out together? Uh, I would prefer uh, uh, that. Well, how deep, here, how deep is it at this point? Do you want to wade out and find out? Um, let's see here. What have we got? Yeah, I'll, I'll test it out, yeah. I'll learn myself. Well, uh... uh you're set on getting out there? Yes, we need to examine <laughs> okay. it. I mean. Well, if I get swept away by the tide, do your best to find me. <laughs> so well. I'll slowly lower myself down. Right. What is your athletics score? Athletics is at least a four, because... Uh, no, no problem. Uh, yeah, it, there four. is something of a tide coming through here, and there's a gentle pull. You start wading out. Uh, nearest to the sidewalk where you are, it's it's uh, it's not very deep, it's about ankle deep. Then as you start walking out towards the pipes, um, you're down to your knees, it goes over your hips. Okay. How tall are you? How tall are you? I, I'm above average. Um, the six foot. lanky, yeah, I'm the lanky German aristocrat. So, all right. Well, if you keep waiting out, it bottoms out at about the five foot level. So, okay. you're, it's up to your chin by the time you get out to okay. where the pipes are. And everybody, give me alertness rolls for the scene now. Oh, well, I can't use my previous one. Uh, you can if you remember. Well, uh, hang on. As yeah. I'm waiting out here, before we commit, before I commit myself to going that far, I'm going to do a quick calculation of. Um, even if he stood on my shoulders when I'm this far out, would he actually reach the pipe? Oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, okay. you're noticing okay. as you're out there that the pipes are kind of slick, and I'll tell you something else depending on your alertness. Seven. Oh, okay. yeah. Plus. Well, that's a two. And is Hunterguard still with us? Uh, that, that was me. Oh, that's Hunterguard. Oh, is, yes, uh, Thane is still no. with us. How dare no, you? He, is no longer he fell into the sewer and no. was carried away. He fell asleep, he passed out, um, but he On made sure to set the equipment down and keep oh, it safe. Oh, no, oh, no what, what it is, it's the weight of the backpack has actually cut off the flow of blood to his brain. It's full. <laughs> No, one of the rats snuck past you and bit him in the testicle, and he's <laughs> he's dying of poison right now. But no one really noticed that. Uh, I don't need him. I don't Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> your alertness rolls are both well enough that. Uh, and you're a cyborg. They realize you're a robot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, let's take a five. Okay. Back to five. in this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show.
And you should check your email. I sent you those figures from Tuesday. Ah, good, thanks. Um, what is that? What? The hanging next to your calendar. It's a trilobite. A what? Trilobite. They lived all over the Earth 290 million years ago. You got a problem with that? No, I don't have a problem with that. What's the thing next to it? That, uh... That's a Celtic emblem. Next to that is a bust of Shakespeare. Down below that, some runes. Uh, across the way on the other side, there's a dragon head. There's, um, Egyptian scarab. A couple of different things. Yeah. Skull. Celtic cross. Yin and yang. Where'd you get these? What are they? They're solid symbols. Solid symbols? Well, I got the solid part. Yeah, the little miniature sculptures. But where'd you get them? Bought them online. www.solidsymbols.com Why do they all look like they're uh, a thousand years old or something? Or like some archaeologists dug them up? I don't know. I guess it's because they represent really, really old ideas. Old ideas? Yeah. Ideas that were around a long time before you, me, this company, and are going to be around a long time after. And besides, that's the style he chose. He? Who he? The artist. One guy. One guy makes all these. Right here in the U.S. And you can afford to buy art from an American artist. Dude, they're ten bucks a piece. You spent more than that on lunch. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Louise has got a couple, too. And I got some hanging at home. So what are they for? What do you mean, what are they for? They give me something else to look at besides spreadsheets. They remind me to think about things that are old and important. Yeah, well, you know, when most people want to put something up in their cubicle, they usually put up a postcard or a cartoon strip. Yeah, well, there's a big difference about the art in this cubicle. Yeah, what's that? It's interesting enough for somebody to be standing here talking to me about the art in this cubicle. And you can put that dragon head right back where you found it, thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it just fits so nicely in my hand. Yeah, well, toddle back off to your desk. www.solidsymbols.com Subtle hint. Was that a subtle hint? You're brilliant. You're weird. Thank you very much.